You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello. Yo, Justin. Hey, Joe. What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Long time no speak. How you doing? It's been a little bit. I'm, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. It's been a kind of crazy couple of months here, but uh, I'm doing good and uh, happy to be getting back into it. Good, man. I'm glad. I mean, I say that as if I haven't talked to you almost every day. You know, people <laughs> in the podcast think I don't, I don't talk to my friends unless I call them to record something, but that's not true. Um, I'm, I'm a decent friend, guys. So Yeah, yeah. He is. He is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have a couple things we want to talk about. Um, first and foremost, uh, we watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This has been a movie that's been getting trashed, like left and right, on pretty much any site or review I've watched. People fucking hated it. You know, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, because uh, it's not really as talked about as other things have been um, it's on Netflix or whatever. Like, this isn't promoted that much. Uh, no, not at pretty, all. It's, yeah, it's pretty like uh, it's like a pretty deep track as far as Netflix goes. I think right now, but the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, is another uh, requel of sorts of the series that came on Netflix uh, in the middle of this month. I forgot what date. Maybe the fifteenth or eighteenth. I think and it's directed by David Blue Garcia, uh, not to be confused with David Red Garcia, who directed uh, Titanic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> David Blue Garcia did nothing. <laughs> Uh, fucking nothing. So, uh, not that I know of, anyway. And it stars people I've never heard of before. Uh, these look like they were all... I don't even want to say up and coming. I don't know if you'll really see them anytime soon, but who knows? I don't know. Some of them are pretty... Yeah, not, not based on this movie. Yeah, I guess I guess so. I mean, again, just because it, it tanked, it, it really got ripped apart. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't really... I feel like it might have been a little unjust, and I kind of have reasons why. What, what did you think of the movie? I didn't hate it. Yeah, um, I, I didn't. I didn't particularly like much of it either. Um, I, I was with the movie up until a certain point, like in the third act, where I was like, "What are they doing now?" But we'll get there. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It was just, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's been that that's been the popular opinion, right? Yeah. People generally are just like, yeah, this movie kind of sucks. Um, but I didn't feel that way. I actually thought the movie was pretty decent. And I'm saying that in terms of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Not only that, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 9 is basically what it is. Right. I mean, like, what what did you expect at this point? You know, it's the ninth movie in a series called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I don't know, like, what some of the critics were, like, what their litmus test was for this. You know, but I don't know. I kind of went into it just saying like, all right, I'm a fan of these movies. I know what they are. They're just, you know, just slasher flicks. None of them have really like said much, you know? Uh, so like what scope are they using to rate these? Like I don't like, because I, I saw it as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie and I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I was actually going to watch it uh, again recently just to kind of watch it again, put it in the background. I, I didn't, but I did actually that enjoy it. That speaks volumes. Yeah, that I didn't go through with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know. I don't know shit to do, but like, <laughs> let's watch a peacemaker. How great is that show? Oh, such a good show, man! Fucking peacemaker. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I, I actually did enjoy it for what it was. And I feel like everybody's kind of rating movies on like this on one like scale, like one level, right? Where it's everything is compared to, you know, the best of what's out there, whether it be the best of a horror movie, the best of a drama movie, a comedy. But like there's some things that are just supposed to be in the genre of this, in the realm of this, right? Like you wouldn't take a trauma movie and put it up against like the Babadook or whatever, something that people fucking critically acclaimed, right? Right. You would take it in context of what it is. Oh, well, in all the trauma movies, this one's pretty good. So I don't like take the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series out of that and put it up against like other things that are popular. I just take it for what it is. And, you know, it's a dude walking around killing people in a a mask of flesh with a chainsaw. And that's pretty much what this movie was. I don't know. I just didn't have a problem with it. Like, I, I just didn't understand what all the fucking criticism was about. Yeah, if you're comparing it to something else, like Halloween reboot or, you know, any other reboot that's been out recently, then, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you could say it's not as good as that, but... I don't but know. just, like, in the pantheon of the yeah, Texas like, Chainsaw Massacre movies... I mean, it brings me to a bigger point than I probably am trying to make with this. It was just, just like, you know, we, we've kind of... One of the themes that we've talked about this particular month has been, like, toxic fandom, especially with uh, Scream. And right. I, I just feel like everybody really shits on films more so than ever. I know it's been big for the last 20 years, like since the internet became a thing, you know, like people have used it to watch porn and shit on movies. And right. both those things have gotten like way out of hand, right? So like it's gotten so toxic. I don't know if people read reviews like maybe you and I do. They probably just look at a score and then just move along, you know, because that's what everybody kind of goes by, oh, what was the Rotten Tomato score? What was the Metacritic score? You know, IGN, what they right. say? And you look at a number, you know, with a one digit, two digits, and then you just judge the movie based on what you see, or a trailer, if, you know, if you even go that far, some people don't, you know? And yeah, I don't want to see this. Well, you know, there's been a lot of movies that were rated really shitty on, you know, um, reputable sites like Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic that I thought were fucking great, you know? Mm-hmm. Just because I like that kind of movie. And, you know, yeah, I just, absolutely. right. I just feel like maybe like some constructive um, reviewing is, is is better, right? Like, not to say like I'm so great, but, and, I, and I don't think I really shit on things as much. I, I, I kind of give credit usually for something. Um, right. You know, and, and I think that like if you're like, look, if this is a really a bad Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel, I'd be like, yeah, it's like not really entertaining because it's like weird or whatever, you know, like. Like the fourth one, right, with Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. That's a weird movie. It is a weird movie. Yeah. I, I feel like it's barely a Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. movie. Right. It's just like it's just like a strange sort of film. You know, I was like, that one was a little off-putting. But like this one, I don't know. I have a problem with it. I thought the gore was awesome. I thought the kills were great. Um, Leatherface looked pretty cool. I thought. And he did. Um, he looked good. You know, it was all kind of like, it was all kind of took place in this like one town. You know, on this one back lot. Yeah, it felt that way. Uh, we could get into the, the story a little bit. Not that there's too much to say, um, but if you yeah. haven't seen it, I guess spoilers. Um, you get a group of people, like young, and uh, they buy it. Millennial a- assholes. Yes, millennial assholes, pretty much. Uh, actually, I don't even know if they're millennials. I think they're like after that, right? Like, What what generation is that? Z or whatever? I don't know. Gen Z? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, let me just get this out there right now i could not stand these people from frame one (laughs) from the minute they showed up on screen and started opening their mouths i was like my god i cannot wait to watch leatherface hack these people to shit it's always like the generation (laughs) before like always hates the one that's coming up because like (laughs) Their politics are stupid and their haircuts are stupid. You know, like, it's, it's, always, <laughs> it's always those two things. 
Because I know I'm getting old because I'm watching and I'm like, oh, these fucking, you know, idealists and their dumb fucking haircuts. I'm like, ah, oh, look, I'm, look how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, pushing that aside, um, the, I, I, the characters kind of grew me a little bit. Like the, um, was it the sisters, I guess, right? The main characters are like two yeah, sisters. Yeah, um, yeah, Melody and Lila. They grew on me a little bit towards the end. Towards the end, yes. This movie had a lot of shocking moments in it. There were moments that I just did not see coming. And maybe because I just had no expectations. And, like, it was almost like they kind of, like, they were making this movie and they were like, ah, this is just maybe getting a little stale. It's been done already. We're not really doing anything that differently. Fuck it. Let's just throw in, like, this is supposed to happen? Do the opposite. Fuck it. You know what I mean? And there was Uh a big turns where I'm just like, holy shit. And, And for that alone... You know, I enjoyed the movie a lot. That I thought was fucking cool. Um, and, and we'll get into some of that, you know. Uh, again, if you haven't seen it and this is making you want to watch it or you haven't decided yet, I'd say definitely watch it. And, you know, we're going to talk about a couple things that happened in the movie. But you get these uh, kids that come into, like, a small town in Texas. Uh, it's uh, the town of uh, Harlow. And they basically, um, I mean, they're, they're, they're buying a town, essentially. Like, a, gr- a group of these people are coming together and buying a town. You know, auctioning off properties and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, they're trying to, you know, gentrify the area because these are not the kind of people you would see in, uh, you know, a, a small town in Texas. You know, these are like city kids, you know, from like one of the coast or something like that. So, you know, the townsfolk don't like them, you know, and they're not happy about this. And um, there's a guy in here. Oh, what the hell is his name? The, like the, the like the guy, like the main the main guy yeah, that the, goes the with the girls. Yeah, the mechanic guy. No, 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 no. The oh, me- the mechanic. You're thinking of Richter. Yes, 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 yes. You almost kind of think that he's going to be a Leatherface, like, family member. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, that's that's where I thought they were going with it. Right, because, like, right off the bat, they, they kind of have a moment where, like, um, the kids are coming into town. This They're getting gas. Richter's getting gas. You know. Everybody's getting gas. Everybody, yeah. It's, it's, yeah that's, the movie just starts off with gas stations. It's Texas fucking Chainsaw Mask movie. So, right, it's par for the course. Yeah, pretty much. So... You know they, they're judging each other obviously right and then obviously and as the movie goes along you sort of see that you know they were judging too quickly you know um because richter obviously is not such a bad guy at all he's a pretty good guy and these kids they're not really as one layered as they appear to be you know um there's, there's a little bit more to some of them mainly like the sister lila uh the younger sister i guess of melody like melody's kind of the main character um uh, kind of, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like you can go back and forth. I mean, it really is Melody and Lila's story. It is. It does go back and forth. That's some of the thing. That's one of the things the movie kind of lacks is focus. It, it, it's a little over the place with characters and what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, Lila was in a, a school shooting, so she's kind of having like a hard time dealing with that. That's something that kind of comes back to her quite a bit um, in the movie. You know, they, they, they're trying to, uh, they're having like a party basically at this town where they're auctioning things off and stuff like that, getting ready to kind of put something together there. And everybody was basically told to leave the town through like foreclosure. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and the one person that didn't leave is uh, Leatherface's mother. I don't know if they really say, what's the, lady, the old lady's name? Because they just kind of call the old lady. They, um, they kick her out. And her son, you know, is very clearly Leatherface, you know. Um, mm-hmm. She, like, kind of has, like, a, I guess, like, an episode in, in, when, they're, when they're kicking her out, like a heart attack or something like that. They take her to the hospital with the son, you know, and um, it's one of the girls in the town that goes with them. She's basically in the ambulance, and because the mom dies in the ambulance, Leatherface flips out, you know, he starts attacking everybody in the ambulance, 
this girl's kind of, you know, playing possum, like, like pretending she's dead or whatever. She's trying to tell her friends, like, what's going on here? And, you know, he peels his own mother's face off and puts it on. Obviously, it's like super. Funny. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't wearing, the, you know, another face when he was in the ambulance. No, at the no, time. We didn't really see his face from what I remember. I think they kind of just kind of cast it in the shadow. You know, so there, there's that scene pretty much right out the gate where, you know, you get Leatherface. They don't really waste a lot of time. It kind of gets right to the right to the point of the movie. I thought that scene, which is good, by the way, I, yes. I, I like that about it. Yeah, it did, it did, this movie did not waste any time at all. It was under an hour and a half. Yeah, it was a short movie. It's like an hour and twenty something, and it's just it, it just keeps going, beat, beat, beat. It doesn't really slow down, um, which is great. It's an easy watch. That scene was pretty tense. I thought. Um, I, th- I thought it was pretty well done. Like there was some tension it was. for a slasher mo- movie. Like I, I was like, ah, oh, it's good. It's a good like slasher movie scene. You know, it had you know some stupid jump scares or like that but it, it it did build that tension well um i did like that part a lot and that was kind of right in the beginning so i'm like all right it might, this might be a decent movie and it was a decent movie what you know leatherface comes back to the town and and, and basically everybody just starts getting killed off it's a very typical slasher movie there's more moments like that right like there's another moment where uh, melody's hiding under a bed in leatherface's house richter comes in and they fight you kind of thought richter was gonna rescue melody but he gets fucking killed um i yeah. didn't see because i didn't <laughs> see that coming at all you know like there, there's a lot of moments like that so th- there's moments that build tension once they kill that guy off I'm like all right well well anyone's kind of like on the chopping Fair game yeah pretty much because like they're killing people off you know pretty quickly you know people i thought would probably die anyway but not this quickly you know not this this close into the runtime so right i i didn't know like what would happen right Uh, because we don't we didn't really have a main character you know i I would say the first two-thirds of the movie were done pretty well they they did a good job kind of ratcheting up the suspense obviously the kills are great i like leatherface in this movie he looked awesome but i feel like they kind of dropped the ball maybe uh definitely with uh with this one particular character who i was led to believe would play a much larger role than she did and that would be sally Yes, okay, so that, that, that's one of the things I was going to get to yeah, with you. So, in the vein of all these new requel slasher movies, right, and, and not even, like, Terminator did it too, they are bringing back these, like, original Final Girls or whatever, Final Survivors, as, like, these hardened, sort of, like, doomsday-prepping women, right? Mm-hmm. Like, militant, almost, who are, like, fighting back, you know, their, their would-be killer. So we saw it with the Halloween movie that came out with Jamie Lee Curtis. We saw it with Terminator, you know, recently with um, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. And now we got this movie doing the same exact thing with Sally uh, in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She was the one that survived the movie. It's it's not the same actress. No, oh, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, right. No, it's a different actress. She passed away a few years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah she passed away. Aulin... Is that how you say her name? Yeah, I can't, I can't pronounce this either. That that's who plays her. I don't do. Why did they get her? Do you know? Not a clue. Not a clue. Maybe just someone that maybe looked like her. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But they so they have her play Sally from the original movie. Um, and again, like as good as Texas Chainsaw Massacre was, like the original one. Does anyone really remember Sally that well? Like she doesn't stick out to me like Alice in Friday Thirteenth or Nancy in The Nightmare on Elm Street. She's not that kind of caliber of character, I didn't think. But well, I mean, she she didn't return for any of the sequels or anything. No, it was just you know, it was that one movie and that was it. Yeah, they never really talk about her. And you and again, we've just like I just said before, this is like the ninth one, so we never right. really returned to it. But again, like Nas, even even for the single movie, I didn't think that she was 
stand out, so to speak. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, the Texas Chainsaw movies weren't even really ever so much about the final girls or you know whoever survives, and it's it, it's always about Leatherface. Yeah, that's all you really cared about, and you know that whole fucked up family. Right. So yeah, you had so many different characters besides the slasher villain in these movies. Right. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, there was a whole family of people that you kind of had to follow. It, it, with the exception of the second one, when Dennis Hopper is almost a villain anyway. You know, right. was, you know, like, there wasn't anyone that really stuck out that was memorable as far as a survivor went. Now, to be fair, right. the Text Chainsaw Massacre series is a mess, and I love it. You know what I mean? I love Oh, it's, it's all, all over the place. It, it's all over the place, yeah. The continuity is never really established. What will be supposed to actually be in canon in a particular film? No one knows. Like, this new movie was supposedly just supposed to be a sequel to the original. But later That's what on, I thought. Yeah, they, later on, they, they sort of confirmed that it's not, that, that some of the sequels did happen. Um, Which ones? Well, all right. So we know that it's, it's hard to follow. And even I, who like, you know, like, like this kind of stuff and follow these movies, I'm not really sure. Like, the first two movies supposedly happen within the same continuity, right? Okay. People say the third one is a straight-up sequel to the original. They say the same thing for the fourth one. Some people say one, two, and three happened, and the fourth one starts from the first. You know, like, so those first four, it's hard to say. Like, it's almost like one and two definitely happen together, but, like, where three and four take place, like, no one's really sure if it's continuity or not. Because like they replace like family members and stuff like that, so I'm not right. really sure. By the time this, the, the fifth and sixth one were reboots with um, like newer people, so they're just kind of in their own world, right? The one with Jessica Biel in it. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I like that first remake. Yeah, it was good. It was it was a really really good one. They kept the gritty. Yeah, that that one was actually really good. I didn't care for everything that came after that, but the one after that was a prequel to that one. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? That one wasn't too bad either. No, it was fine. It was similar enough. It's just like it was almost like a, a cheaper copy of it, uh, uh, but it, but it was still fine. Yeah. And then you had Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw 3D, a straight sequel to the original one. Because uh, they, they, it's it's kind of hard to ignore that if you see it. Uh, we watched it together, you and I. Um, Did we? Yeah, man. Fucking was part of our Halloween thing. I, I know we watched the Texas Chainsaw movies. I just, for whatever reason, don't remember anything about that. Nope, got nothing for you. Yeah, forgettable. <laughs> it was okay. It was just like, whatever, a little polish. And then there was the movie Leatherface, which came out a little bit after that. Um, oh god I forgot about that too yeah people hated that movie they fucking hated it I thought it was fine it caught my attention I mean at the end of the day it felt very non-Texas Chainsaw Massacre so this was supposed to be a a prequel to the original uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie um, which is like the origin of Leatherface and it was one of those fake outs where there was like a character that looked like Leatherface and you figure that's gonna be him and it wasn't it was like the other main character who was like handsome and shit but um, he got he got like messed up at the end and disfigured. Uh, so those were our movies so far. And then like like I said, you know, even like trying to talk it talking out with you, the continuity was all over the place. This one's supposed to be, you know. Yeah, I don't. I just I feel like with the exceptions of two and four, they're all pretty much the same movie. Yeah, because because two and four are pretty ridiculous. Platinum Dunes remakes. Yeah. they were all good. You know, they're all beautiful. <laughs> but, <laughs> No, but that's a good way to put it, though. They that they are like 
good looking, like you said, very polished, kind of big budget Hollywood movies, um, which is not what Texas Chainsaw should be, I don't think. No. Like, I feel like. I feel like Texas Chainsaw works best low budget, gritty, grimy, Gr- and like gory as fuck. Like a grindhouse horror film. And that's what they were in the beginning, you know? And obviously things are going to change, you know, as time goes on. You'll never have that because that's not the way movies are made at that point. They reflect the times of sorts, right? Like, here's a version of in the 80s and the 90s and whatever. So, you know, you're getting like, you know, you, you, obviously the decades are bringing something into it as well. And that takes a, a lot out of the type of movies that were made in the 70s, which was what this original one was made, you know, in uh, 1974. Yeah, so, yeah, of course, we have a 2020s Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I think for that and, and the kind of characters that are in it and what it's about, like what the, what the plot is, it's pretty fucking good, considering... Um, because those kills are awesome, I thought. Some of them. You know, like oh, yeah. like I said, when she's hiding under the bed, I love that when she's escaping from the house, uh, the same character, Melody, when she's escaping from the house and she's mm-hmm. kind of crawling under the floor and he's like plunging the chainsaw into the floorboards. Like, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that was a great scene. You know, the, the scene that everybody talked about, that everybody fucking hated, which is in the trailer, was on the bus. That's where the movie lost me. Like, I was I was on board with this flick up until that scene. And as soon as they got on that bus, I knew what was coming. And I was like, oh, don't do this. Don't do this. And they did. And it just kind of became... It didn't... There was nothing about that scene that felt like Texas Chainsaw to me. If you've seen the fucking trailer, uh, or if you go and see the trailer or the movie, whatever, there's a scene on the bus where everybody's kind of hanging on the bus that was at this, you know, party uh, for the town. Everybody's kind of uh, talking bullshit, and they, they, they know they have to leave the town because, like, something's happening. Leatherface gets on the bus, and then everybody on there, like, sort of starts recording him, right? Like, a la what happens every time something happens, period, right? Everybody takes a uh... recording it. And, they, and, and then the one guy said, you know, don't try anything or you'll get canceled. It doesn't mean anything, right? Because it's a stupid thing to say. Canceled from what? Uh, his job? His, his social media accounts? Like, what does it even mean? It's almost like that was the scene that, like, your grandpa directed. Because he's like, oh, they'll make a joke about the internet. You know? <laughs> it had no content. Like, it didn't mean anything. <laughs> so I was just like, all right. But he chops everybody up on the bus. And I thought that was fucking awesome. Like, I thought that was a really cool scene. Because you never saw him, like, take out, like, 20, whole 30 group people. Of people. Yeah, in close quarters with a chainsaw. And it was pretty horrific. Like, the one girl's trying to get out the bus window. And he goes right That through. was cool. He that goes... was the one thing about that scene that I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay. He goes through all right. one guy and it goes into her and like as she's climbing out the window. I mean, like it was pretty fucking cool. I don't know. I think I'm the only one that liked this movie. Like, period. You know? Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. We get the return of Sally, right? Uh, you know, like we said before, a different actress. Right. She doesn't come until like the twilight of this movie. So it's, it's again, it's like the trendy thing to do. Because right. she doesn't really have a lot to, she doesn't have a big part to play in it. She kind of plays the role of just a crazy person who's just out to kill Leatherface no matter what, and she'll use the girls as bait. She's almost like another like version of the family, like where she just she's she's kind of like a lunatic, and it works, you know, I guess. But again, it's it's being done already, you know. So they flip that on its head as well because they kill her off like very quickly. Oh yeah, no, like she's she's in the movie for maybe all of five minutes yeah. total. It's almost like well, what's, what was the point? I guess just to have someone explain what 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 this guy did all those years ago and how like dangerous he is well we, we saw that already i mean you, you, first of all you had the explanation of that from fucking john larroquette so we got that already it's fine we didn't need like she was completely 
utterly useless. It was a trend-setting move. That's pretty much it. And it wasn't even like they had to bring back the original actress, right? They had to, like, cast someone else because she died. So, like, that was weird, too. Right. I don't know. She gets chainsawed in the stomach. Um, she didn't survive that one. <laughs> so... <laughs> She, she does. No, no. She, she, she didn't make it out of that. No, she gets chainsawed. Uh, again, it was a shocking moment. I didn't think they were going to do something like that. You, you kind of left at this point with the two sisters, uh, Melody and Lila, and they are escaping from, you know, Leatherface. Um, they, I guess, like, the last fight or last scene takes place in, like, some kind of, like, warehouse or whatever. Um, there's a big opening in the floor, and there's, like, some water in there. I don't know if it's, like, a sewer system. I don't even know what the fuck it was. But, you know, just ambiguous horror, you know, uh, set, right? Yeah. You know, they, uh, you know, they're just sort of, you know, hiding, you know, fighting back, whatever, typical sort of final girl stuff. And then Melody kind of comes in at the zero hour with the chainsaw and she like chainsaw uppercuts him in the fucking face and he falls into the water and supposedly dies, you know? And that's pretty much the end of, of, of that. Yeah, I didn't like her, but she kind of like won me over as the movie went along just because like they, just... they had to become like more hardened, like because of what was going on, you know, right. like they had all these like hangups about, you know, violence and this that and the other thing and then like it all turned because they had to kind of get through this and i feel like no one really wants to do something like that because it's like it's one of those things where people don't really want to show characters that are, that are basically representing current youth changing their mind on things right because of a situation that they're in right like you don't like see them like oh well something happened and now i like cops you know what i mean like you don't see things like that you know so right. like, these girls sort of had to change their views on like violence, especially the girl Lila, because she was involved in the school shooting, to survive this, you know what I mean? And and I felt like it made them grow as characters surprisingly well in this kind of movie. I'm not saying it was fucking great, perfect, or like that, but it was good. And and it was more than I expected from can't stress this enough, Texas Chainsaw Massacre nine on Netflix. Like, so <laughs> in terms of that, the ending fucking didn't surprise me quite a bit. Like, oh, like the very ending? Yeah, it did. It surprised me, and I loved every second of it. I did, yeah. I did, too. <laughs> we, we basically have the girls escaping um, in a fucking Tesla, I guess, right? Or, or a version of one, because it's like... Yeah, something like that. It's a self-driving car, you know? Um, right. They, 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 they're, like, battered and broken, beaten down. They get in the car, and they're just setting it to go home, right? Tops down, they're just driving through the town, kind of, like, half out of it on autopilot. And then, just real fucking quick, Leatherface jumps back up, right? Cuts Melody's head right off with a chainsaw in the car. Yeah. And, and, and grabs it, you know? And he's holding it, and he's doing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre dance, <laughs> he's you know twirling around the streets with a chainsaw and a head in the other hand like a man just having a grand old time he's having a great time yeah and lila's looking back like what the fuck <laughs> just like we are <laughs> she's obviously a lot more shocked than that but um that was the ending i was like holy shit that ending had some balls like i actually liked that quite a bit i don't know man i, I guess i was in the right place right headspace to watch this and i really fucking liked it so that's my take on it i don't know i liked the movie up to again a point yeah like just like when they got to that bus scene and i figured out why i didn't like it that wasn't texas chainsaw that felt more like friday the 13th i could see that because we didn't have the family in it right we just had leatherface which was always the thing we just right. had before that's always the thing that separates it is like it's not the survivors it's a group of crazy family members and we didn't have that at all right we had like one person the mother and that was it you had like the, and she didn't even do anything no she didn't know she died <laughs> she was his face you know 
you, you had like the Yahoo Texans, right? Who like the cops, uh, I don't like these kind of kids around here and like the townsfolk, but they didn't fucking appear in the movie again. No. You know, so I, I, I thought there was some, some setup that never really came to fruition, but yeah, you're right about that. Didn't bother me, you know? Um, I don't know, like, what's like the most Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that's come out besides the first one? Like what other one? you think was closest to like capturing like the spirit of the original movie i would say probably the reboot the remake yeah like they've all most of them have had kind of defining aspect of the family but i feel like just as far as tone goes probably the remake had the the closest to the first but three i think three kind of did it's just forgettable because two is like off the rails it's not like the first one at all three they kind of try to go back to formula and like it's just a little forgettable maybe that's why right right? maybe the first one's just lightning in a bottle and they couldn't really get that you know right again and every time they've tried to do that it was just kind of like forgettable or stale or they just went unconventional and it was great you know well right that's why i you know that's why they did what they did with the second one because they knew that they were never going to be able to kind of recapture what they had in the original so they said fuck it let's just go balls to the walls with the second right yeah. And it worked. Oh, hell yeah. But it still had, like, a lot of the same kind of, um, a lot of the same elements that made the original such a success and made that movie stand out. Like, it was still very much about this family, you know? Yeah, it's a good point. I think it's worth watching. If you like the movies, I think it's actually worth a watch. Um, if you don't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, then you might not like it. I don't know. Um, I actually went into it with a good mind, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I'd, I'd watch it again. Uh, definitely i think they're gonna do more i don't know probably not now because it did so poorly but who knows to get this on netflix was kind of weird too but i guess that's just where it was at you know in terms of (laughs) production and what people thought about it yeah i thought that was a little odd myself so if you haven't seen text chainsaw massacre 2 please go see that movie first and then watch peacemaker (laughs) on hbo max if you're done with those Check this movie out. It's pretty good. <laughs> and tell us what you think of this omens, please. Agreed. All right. Go watch everything else. Yes. In that order. I'm good with that order. Tell us what you think. And uh, fucking good night. See ya. <laughs> All right. Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Created the situation with his wife. And we'll go more into this, but I feel like it's a pretty sound theory that puts all the pieces of the puzzle box together, so to speak, that it's like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Matt. (laughs) Yeah. You're giving the guy who made Mortal Kombat 1 way too much fucking credit right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be like, oh, yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) Hey, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do... Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81. And if you want to follow me on Slasher, the horror-based social media site, you can find me at sexy vampire teeth pod and if you want to follow me on social media you can't i'm off the stuff so if you guys want updates on the show please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every monday night for a new episode thanks for listening guys and good night so long everybody you've been listening to the sexy vampire teeth podcast 